You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hello, folks. Kevin here, trying to give you an update on what's been going on with Geekiest Show Ever. Well, I've been dealing with some personal issues that have prevented me from being able to record the show, and Mike, Elisa, and Melissa have just been plain busy. But that's the way things go in the podcasting world. But we're still going to try to champion the course forward. Mike, Elisa, and Melissa are going to continue on with the show while I take a brief hiatus and tend to these personal issues that I have. So everybody keep listening, keep enjoying the show, and please accept my sincerest apologies for the delay and now the re-release of a new geekiest show ever. Thank you. Okay, well, if I'm leading this merry band of misfits... Um, Speak for yourself, dude. <laughs> hey, and that, folks, is how we're going to start Geekiest Show Ever this week. Um, and you'll uh, by now you've already heard there should be a little message in front of here. Kevin's taking a slight sabbatical. So it's up to uh, Melissa and Alyssa and me uh, to, you know, carry on and uh, do the show for a little bit here so you'll bear with us kevin you know fearless leader here is always taking care of us and guided us so now we're all just kind of running around bumping into things but we'll get it figured out and we'll be okay so um in other words you're all screwed pretty much yeah okay (laughs) you know it's this is just going to be kind of like watching a car accident i guess just see what happens where the body parts fly it'll be fun if, if mike can keep our name straight right elisa oh god (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know. If I start tripping over names, uh, okay. And you know, and we should do some introductions here. So you've already heard the, you know, the mellifluous voices of uh, Elisa and Melissa. Okay, that's one down so far. That's uh, twice. Yeah. So ding ding. Well, and you can't say the dark-haired girl because we're both dark-haired. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah, See? you're you're screwed. Yeah, and both <laughs> you're both girls. So yeah, that kind of just messes me up. Yeah, both so, girls. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm out. Last I checked. I'm, We're both awesome. Okay, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little outnumbered here, but you know, <laughs> you know, be, bear with me, people. So, um, uh, Melissa, how's your week been so far? So far, so good. I have some, some, yeah, just geeky news to report. Um, I ended up getting talked into uh, a new deal with my internet service provider, which is Cox. And I just went through this with clients who they, you know, they don't want to be bundled into stuff. And I know you guys have your issues with AT and T and. I know who who all are your so you, Mike you went to AT and T now right yeah. that's your ISP everything yeah we dropped our uh, it's basically was a local uh, el- internet telephone cooperative that covers like most of the eastern South Dakota we dropped that and went uh, yeah strictly AT um, and T and so, you have Dish now yeah uh, uh, no uh, Direct TV uh, because they had Direct TV okay they had their um, their uh, BOGO special, I guess it was, or whatever. It was buy one, get one free. In order to do that, you had to get the uh, unlimited um, um, phone service from AT&T. So that's like, um, you know, you can have up to 22 gigabytes, and then after that, if you're in a congested area, they'll throttle your speed down. And mm-hmm. uh, But, you know, this is the sticks out here. So we should probably be okay. And we really haven't had too much issue now for our home Wi-Fi Normally for this show, you know, a little behind-the-scenes uh, stuff here for people. Usually we do videos so we can make faces at each other and, you know, tell each other we're number one or something. You know, each like other that. birds. Yeah, <laughs> something like that, birds and the bees or something like that. But um, um, my, it, just, it isn't quite good enough to support it without a little stuttering. But um, 
for me, it's it's fine. I've been testing speeds on and off. It's somewhere around uh, ten up and two to three down uh, for speed. So it's not bad, more or less what we had before with our ten up seems ready. to be pretty standard, is it not? Between five and ten up. Yeah, for your low end for uploading okay. stuff. Yeah, and and how much are you getting down then? Well, we're getting down ten. Uh, oh, down ten. Ten, okay. yeah, and, and about up. two or three up. Yeah, your your up That's loads are usually going unless you get you know some special package is usually going to be a little bit lower. But you know, so far it hasn't well, been too much. Normally, ten down. Yeah. That's dial up. Ten megs down. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I've got, I've low. got. I've got fifty to sixty. Oh yeah, I and know. I did have fifty to sixty, and I'm not one to brag. And I and I I didn't come on here to talk about this, but I'm just happy that I now have a hundred down and ten up. Okay, so uh, that's why I'm excited. Right. <laughs> so mm. I got talked into it, so to speak. I was I was I was pissed off because there was an outage, and normally Cox is pretty good. I have to say, I mean, we've been with them for fourteen years now, and I played that card, by the way. So that's why I think I'm in this situation that I'm at now. Uh, there were, there had been two outages and they were pretty close together, like within a couple of weeks of each other. I was like, this is nuts because our, our bill had gone up. It get, it went up last year, you know, by like $3 and then it went up again about $5. And so we're, we're paying a little over $80 a month for this. And I just, I was, it, that might be a pretty good deal compared to what your guys are getting. And, you know, your mileage marriage varies depending on where you are and you were out in the sticks, Mike, we're out here in the desert. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that it's that. It's um, it's not that we're out in the sticks, proverbially. We're just there are a lot of people around here. It's just that Cox is like what, what the only thing that's offered. Like I, I couldn't even get Comcast if I wanted to to go with them, which I wouldn't because of all the problems that my clients have. Um, but so I was complaining. You know, I went, I would go on Twitter and I bitch on Twitter, and that usually fixes things. <laughs> At least it makes me feel better if it doesn't. Uh, and so um, this particular time. There was an outage, and they're pretty good about telling you, you know, when that, you know, that there's actually an outage. Like somebody hit a pole, or they're doing some kind of upgrades or something, and they're usually pretty good about telling you when the outage is expected to be fixed. You know, and last time they were pretty good about it. So, I, my husband said, oh, you know, by the way, did you know that there's this thing where you can log on? And their chat experience is is pretty good. You just, I just did everything over the the phone, like right on my iPhone screen. So I was pretty happy with it overall. Um, but what prompted this was he said, and that's, I totally was not planning this at all. And you know me, I'm not a very spontaneous person. I have to make like mind maps and flow charts and everything in order to make decisions. So I'm a little nervous about this whole thing. Uh, but my husband said, oh, did you know that you can, you can log onto this page and you can put in your cell phone number and they'll text you when the outage is over, like when you can, you know, go back and check your, your modem. And luckily we have LTE, you know, we can use our, our AT&T signal for our internet so we could still you know check facebook and like you know tap our veins and and do all that good stuff right and so i went on there with the with the sole purpose of like oh i want to sign up for this because he had plugged in his phone number and then you know in case like we were going to go run errands or something i wanted to go in i just wanted to see what it was like so i wanted to plug in my phone number and so i ended up doing that and then i was in the chat and of course like you know the the person from probably india or some other country comes on and says oh can i help you and blah 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 and i was like well yeah you know i'm a little bit perturbed that this is the second outage and you know my bill just went up oh let me see what you know see what we can do about that and check into that and of course you know they're probably working on a commission or something and you've you've all been through this right where they kind of like tug at you and they're like oh well we can offer you this and they had been trying to get us convinced us to add on the tv and you guys know i hate the cable tv part i just haven't wanted to do that for the longest time well it turns out that 
we could get fat. I could care less about the TV, to be honest with you. But we could get um, twice as much internet speed because we had like 50 at the time. And I was okay with it. But, you know, like in the past, I've always been like, ah, I don't want to use my webcam because it's glitchy and it just wasn't as reliable as I'd like it to be. And so it wasn't as fast. And I mean, compared to what you have, Mike, it sounds like that's pretty darn fast. Um, and it should it should have worked just fine, but it hasn't been for whatever reason. So uh, so they, they enticed me with, well, for $2 less than what you're paying now, you don't even have to use the box. I said, because I really don't. I'm not interested in, in TV. I don't want this contour TV or whatever they were talking about. They said, well, you don't even have to use the box, but it's a condition of this 24-month pricing. And I, you know, I asked him, I got all in writing. He said there was no fee. There was no cancellation fee. There was not, not even a rental fee for the TV box. And I thought that was interesting. So I, I did it. I pulled the trigger and I signed up for it. So we now have 100, 100 megs, I guess it is, um, down and 10 up. So I'm pretty happy with that. And have you guys tried this? Do you guys have routers where you have two bands? Do you have the 2.4 and the 5 gigahertz bands? Do you yeah. mess with that at all? No, I have yeah. it, but I don't use it. Yeah, I have dual band routers and most of the stuff. What, what do you I've... do with yours, Mike? Most of the stuff I put on the 2.4 gigahertz, and I haven't gotten brave enough. I know Allison Sheridan has this um, thing because I got a lot of Internet of Thing devices around uh-huh. here. And I haven't, and I do have a, because I'm a geek, because I have an extra router or two around here. I should maybe try to set up where I put my Internet of Things on a separate router and do things that uh-huh. way. Well, I'm here to challenge you to do that because that's what I'm trying to do now. Okay. It's just, an, you know, this is the geekiest show ever. So we right. do geeky things, and that's why I'm kind of picking your brains about it and sure. telling you what's going on in my life. So I decided that instead of, because we have we don't have a lot of Internet of Thing devices, but we have a lot of things that connect to the Internet because I have kids and I have a husband and, you know, I'm a geek and I have all these devices and stuff. And I was looking at this long like laundry list of all these devices that were connected to my router because I, I have a Linksys and it has an app and you can look up all that stuff. And I thought to myself, you know, everything, I can't tell because I just made both bands because somewhere along the line, it seemed like that was the advice that was being given out at the time. That you take your, your even if you have a dual band router, you take your 2.4 and your 5 gigahertz and you name them the same SSID and you make the passwords the same. And then that way, the device is supposed to intelligently decide which band it's supposed to connect to. Right? That's exactly I mean, that, what it's doing for me. Right, and that's what it had been doing for me all this time. But the problem was, and I see that now that I separated out the two, so this is just really experiment. I might go back to the way that it was before, but the thing that I was thinking was happening was it was getting so congested because everything was hopping onto the 2.4 band because that's the more popular one, and that's the one that I guess has better range than the five is what I've given to understand. That's what I've heard people talk about. Like I listen to different podcasts and that's what they seem to say that, that the 2.4 has better exposure. Right. Right. I'm reading, I'm reading from my era. It says 2.4 is a longer range and can travel better through walls. Five can provide a faster connection, but has a shorter range. Devices will automatically choose the best frequency to use. Okay, so so that's what I'm seeing. So what I did as an experiment is I separated the bands by giving them different names. I just called them, you know, what I normally call them, but I put five on one and 2.4 on the other. So I'd know which one I was connected to, and then I made the passwords different. Um, and so then I went around to the other devices, and I, because I'm also, there's like some rogue devices that <laughs> are in the house. Like, I think that might be the printer. That might be the Apple TV. Maybe that's the Wii U. I'm not sure. But I was also kind of trying to troubleshoot that. So I thought, well, 
screw it. I'm just going to change the password and they'll just be kicked off. Like they won't be no more soup for you kind of a thing. And then I'll be able to go and like discern which devices are which and systematically do it. That's my plan anyway. I don't know if it'll come to fruition, but you know how we are with, with geeky stuff like this. And isn't it just interesting how like one of these like simple little changes, it's like this one little th- switch that was thrown. And now all of a sudden I'm like, Oh shit. Now I just had to order 25 feet of coax cable because now I want to like, we want to change the living room around. We've had some family issues where there's going to be some furniture exchanges going on. And so we're, you know, it, it's just part of like life, I guess, as you can probably relate to us as, as your kids get older, like for the longest time, our tech has been set up in such a way that it's been baby proofed. Right. And so I've had everything stored in cabinets so that the kids can't get at the buttons and they can't yank stuff out or the dog can't get at the wires and that sort of thing. And so now I'm trying to like, I'm thinking, well, you know, now we kind of want to, we're not, we don't have to be so much baby proof. We have to still keep in mind the puppy. We have to be puppy proof, you know, somewhat. So we have to worry about wires and things. But for the longest time, like I had my, uh, my Apple G5 um, Mac Pro, <laughs> that big, huge silver hunk of metal. I had that up on top of, my my cabinet i have like a media cabinet that i had set up with all these wires and stuff and uh, i had that up there because i didn't want the kids pressing the button because that was like our media server so that's kind of aged out of you know and i'm kind of starting to replace other things with other things i just have things kind of cobbled together so that's what's going on in my life is like i've got all these av projects coming up where i kind of have to wait like till the furniture gets moved and we get this new we're getting like this new hutch cabinet kind of thing that's going to go in the living room so we're going to move the furniture around but the problem is the way that our house is situated, and I, I've told you before, like I have this really super old house. And so things are kind of cobbled together, like literally. And so I've got this coax cable that's coming from the back of the house and it's strung along the side. Well, the problem is now I'm going to have this TV box and I figure I'm going to hook it up just because so we can play with it. It's another toy, right? I can't I can't help myself because <laughs> I'm a geek and I just have to, oh, it's something I need to, to hook up, you know? And the problem is I don't have enough slack. There's not enough coax cable coming out of the wall to move this thing where I want to have it. And so now that whole media cabinet, so that's going to be a project. So everyone, uh, your thoughts and prayers are, and your, and your good uh, mojo are, will be appreciated as Melissa digs in and starts taking apart cables and separating things and hooking things up and hope I don't get electrocuted and all that good stuff. So, well, so that's yeah. what's going on with me. I've got a new internet plan. I've got a new box that's sitting in the box and it's just taunting me. I want to take it out and I want to play with it. I ordered some coax cable. I'm waiting for that to come in. I'm going to have to thread that around, take things apart. So that's what I'm going to be doing over the holidays. How about you guys? Well, and I've already had my fair share of fun with my thing, stuff here. And I, it's not AT&T's fault. It's just the fact that when we hooked up to them, they gave us a router. And before, um, with our cable, uh, our previous provider, we just had a modem. Well, okay, so... Is this a combo? Yeah, it's a combo uh, router uh, and you know modem because you're, it's re- receives a wireless signal and then you could use it as a router. But I needed uh, you can only wirelessly you can only connect up to ten devices on it. And I'm going <laughs> no, I need yeah, to right, <laughs> no, uh, silly them. Um, so uh-huh. and so when I got it set up because I have a and that was another story too. I switched a few routers. Um, you feel my pain, in other words. Yeah, because I started out, I had that almond router that I got about a year ago. And uh, some of this was self-inflicted because I forgot you cannot have two, uh, I always get it confused. Is it DHCP or DCH? Um, I always get I think the, you had it right the first time. DCHP. Um, you DHCP. Can, 
Okay, you can only have two of those servers, or you can only have one of those servers on your network. Well, I the uh, modem that we got from AT and had it, and I had it set up on my router, and I forgot about that, so I'm having issues and oh, were things they are locking. Yes, um, eventually I got that figured out and got it switched over to one, but then the Almond router was still just kind of giving me issues, and I finally just kind of, even though I do do like it because it's simple setup, it's got the touch screen. You can go in there. You don't have to log in if you want to do certain things on it. You just use the touch screen to do things, but it just... And you're like, this is too Mickey Mouse for me. <laughs> yeah, and it was just, it was giving me problems, so I just went back to the... Uh, Buffalo router I had, and I'm using that now. Now things seem to have settled down there a little bit, but then each time you do that with a house full of internet things, and you, uh-huh. even though you try to name it the same, you know, the IP addresses are different and everything because different routers, different IP addresses, whatever. Um, so I had and to your wife th- is still married to you, so. <laughs> yeah, well, she knows uh, by now, 35 years, she knows what she's bought into, and she puts up with it anyway. But, know, uh, my husband was just lamenting about that the other day. He's like, every time you say, hey, can I see your iPhone? He goes, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she kind of does the same thing, too, although sometimes she shoves it at me and says, here, fix this. Um, but <laughs> So I had to go around, or, you know, or what have you screwed up this time? Um, one of the two. Uh, so I had to go around and you know reconnect uh, all these devices because I got Echoes and I got Google Homes and uh, Internet or uh, Ring doorbells and all that other stuff and uh, different wireless or uh, Internet controlled uh, outlet plug devices. So I had to go get that all stuff all set back up and running again. So so far things have been settled down and then I started to well then I had a uh, it was uh, basically an old uh, server. Uh, a Xeon server that I, think I was trying using. to talk to you now. <laughs> um, okay. Is my you hear o- that? Yeah, the audio started getting all wonky. Okay. It heard you. It heard you, and oh. you weren't. And you were saying nice things about it. You, you need to trash talk it a little bit more. Probably that so. Wasn't very nice. <laughs> well, hopefully the internet isn't going to be bugging me too much now. I hope it behaves itself. Like I said, because I really like you. You forgot to make a sacrifice before we hit record. Crap. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have to go out and find a virgin. Oh boy. Um, Good luck chicken. with that. Yeah. No kidding. Um, but and then so then I say this brought on other ideas because my server died and so I didn't really want to fix it and get a, uh, do something different. So I was using it as a Plex server and as a file server so i've uh yeah i'm gonna do that yeah see i I use software called tonito uh so it allows me to access it outside the home without you know too much it's simple i mean there's there's probably geeks screaming at me we could do this well yeah i could but this is just simple and i kind of like the way it's still working with your new configuration yeah i still use tonito yeah i run i'm running it off my uh, mac mini now uh and then for my file server my buffalo router uh, you can hook hard drives up to it. So I've got the hard drives running on that. My Plex server I have running on the uh, NVIDIA Shield TV because that will operate as a Plex server. So I move that stuff over there. And then I have some stuff that runs specifically on Windows that will record. Uh, basically, it's a DVR for the Internet type thing. I've talked on it, about it here before. And mm-hmm. um, uh, so I've got that running on my uh, Windows machine over here. So like I say, I've kind of gotten rid of that, spread the other things out among um, all the other devices. And so, yeah, I'm, and I still and I bought a new hard drive to hook up to the router so I have more storage space. Uh, so is the Buffalo driving all that stuff so that you can control it outside the house, but then you're using the AT&T supplied router for 
your other stuff, your telephony, your your internet, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, basically. So yeah, okay. that's you know, like I said, I'm trying to divide. It. And the thing I do like um, about this AT and T router, which wouldn't have, the modem from the cable company wouldn't work. Occasionally, not very often, but sometimes we have power outages around here. Well, it's got a battery, so um, ah, right. There's so we that. we can connect directly to the AT and T router if we wish with our tablets. Anything that's battery powered. Um, and still be able to connect to the internet if we have a power outage, and then we have enough batteries around this place to jumpstart Frankenstein. Um, <laughs> so we could probably keep things running, you know, if we have an extended blizzard or power outage or something like that. Uh, as long as the cell towers don't go down, we would, you know, be in business for a while here now. Um, so, like I say, that's the thing. And you know, yeah, ten down. It's ten to fifteen down somewhere in that range, depending upon you know, time of day and what's going on. And so right. I'm, I'm okay with that because that's about what we had with the uh, the old uh, ISP that we had. And uh, is it DSL or is it cable? Well, you mean now? Yeah, what do you have now? Now it's cellular. It's, a, it's getting it it's over cellular. LTE. getting it over LTE. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so, so it's that, not cable. It's not DSL, but no, it's no, cellular. It's cellular, yeah. So that's the thing. Um mm. So and it's portable. So if we ever but you have unlimited data, right? Yeah, unless and you know, with the caveat that if it becomes congested, they'll cut your speed down to three G or something like that. So if we ever got how much to, can you get away with before you get throttled? Last month, well, that was the first month that we had it, and um, we were you know doing lots of stuff, new phones, downloading apps, everything else. I think well, we podcasting. got. Well, yeah, and that stuff. And then for the first couple of weeks, my wife was uh, streaming. She likes watching QVC, so she was streaming QVC. Streaming TV. Yeah, mm -hmm. so um, we hit uh, about 500 gigabytes. Uh, the That's all combined. I think I gotta, should go back and reread it. I think maybe it's 22 gigabytes per phone, and I may have went over that, but everyone else is not, you know, uh, power-hungry jerk like I am. Uh, but for the whole total, house and everything was 500 gigabytes. Last month, I think it evened out a little bit more, and I think it was maybe about 300 gigabytes. So, um, but, but I wonder what they throttle you at. Well, they said 22 gigabytes, and I, I'm wondering Holy if crap. that's for a phone. Um, yeah, that's on the phone. Yeah, I it's think just so. Because we have AT&T also, and if we did an unlimited plan, which we don't, it's yeah. 22 gigs. Yeah, per phone. That's what I thought. Okay, because yeah, so so all three of us are on AT and T then. Uh, for yeah. my for my cell phone, not for my right home. Right. Yeah. Right. So for for all of our cell carriers, there's AT and T. Now Mike just has yep. AT and T for everything now, as far as data yep. and internet yep. is concerned. And like, and then like, Lisa, who do you have for your ISP? Spectrum. Spe oh, okay, so I haven't heard of that one, and then I have Cox. So yeah, and the nice thing about this. Um, you know, getting our our internet through AT and T. If for some reason we ever decide to be snowbirds, we just put the modem in there and we take off. Uh, because yeah, that's true. You can take it everywhere you go. Yeah, uh, you know, because I have because we have the farm south of town, and if we ever fixed up something to set, decide if we ever wanted to go out there, you know, for the weekend or overnight or something like that, we could take this with us and be able to plug it in. We'd have internet uh, rather than using. And we also have ten gigs of hotspot data on our phone too. But um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, if, you know, for some reason we decide to become, you know, mobile people and start traveling around the country, we would always have our Internet with us. That may be 10 years. That sounds like a good option. 
it is. Um, and like I say, we weren't. Uh, it's just the two of us. We're not using a lot of internet. We're not. We do watch. We do stream video, and I don't need to have 4K video. I'm fine with standard yeah. def or whatever. So uh, as long as I have something to watch, I'm fine. So we really, except maybe you know, not being able to have video while we podcast here has been about the only real downside I've seen so far of what we're doing. But um, otherwise. Uh, I'm I'm okay with this. You know, I certainly like the phone. Um, uh, now I can just you know I I'm relieved of one of the things that's always driven me crazy that uh, has driven me up a wall is that when I go to work I have to make sure I have all my music downloaded or podcasts or audiobooks or whatever before I go to work so I have it with me. And if I don't you know get something or you know something uh, if um, Pandora didn't sync and download and everything. Well, then I'm just kind of out of luck. Now it's just like, yeah, I want to listen, listen to this. Just stream it. I've just become a, a streaming pig, uh-huh, basically. See? Yep. Yeah, see, that's yeah. what I've been doing with podcasts mm-hmm. and, and even yeah. music when yeah. I want to listen to music. See, isn't that liberating? Yes, it is. Because now it's, it's just pretty like, nice. yeah, I don't have to think about something. Or if I'm. And at, you don't need that 128 or 256 gigabyte device either. Probably not, but it still makes me feel good because at yeah, least it makes you happy. It has room <laughs> it's for It's also pictures. another backup. It's another backup. That's true. true. Right. That's how I look at it. Yeah. That's true. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And, and how are you. Hmm? Well, no, I was going to say, too, you know, uh, talking about my phone, and I had taken some advice from Kevin. Uh, I installed uh, PhotoSync on my phone so that when I come home, I my photos will uh, upload to the computer. And I think I also have it set to upload to Flickr and um, uh, Amazon Photo and I think Google Photo. So I when it nice. – uh, uh, and since it's on LTE, it's just like, you know, whenever I take the photo, just upload the stupid thing right away. So um, – yeah, I have. And you could turn that off if you had to, but yeah, I, I like to. that. Yeah, and yeah, so it's been really nice. Yeah, it is. And so, like I say, I'm trying to come up with strategy. So, yeah, I probably didn't need the 256, but it's just like when you. It's nice to have. Well, it's like, you know, somebody that's been imprisoned for a while and you finally break free, you just want it all. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, I wanted to, to guide you to segue because you were talking mm-hmm. about this. You also have in the show notes that you wanted to talk about, you said something that might consider. Make you consider an Apple TV. I'm very curious about yeah, that. Yeah, well, and the thing that's always kind of bugged me about the Apple TV is it's Apple TV. You know, they're going to eventually maybe get around to allowing Amazon in there, but uh, because I'm I don't live in the uh, Apple Echoverse. Uh, um, I have stuff on uh, Amazon. I have some stuff in Vudu. Um, oh, okay. See, I just clicked on the link, and yeah, I just did this myself, yep. actually. And this is the one thing that adds one – it takes me one step closer, not that I need another stupid streaming device around the place here. But <laughs> it's one more thing to make me consider um, the Apple TV, and this is uh, Movies Anywhere. Um, it used to be called, uh, I think, Disney Anywhere. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm trying to remember the heritage of here. But basically what uh, they've done is they've contacted, and it works through, uh, let me bring up the page. Amazon and Vudu, who all participates. And what it comes down to is there's all these video services that participate, but it's the studios have to sign in. So it's 20th Century Fox, Sony, Universal, Disney, and Warner Brothers. So as long as the movies are through... Those studios and they're on. Um, I'm trying to see which services. I know it's uh, Amazon Vudu, it's Apple Movies, it's Google uh, Movies. Uh, who am I forgetting here? Uh, it's through your 
your major um, movie you know, distributors on the internet here. So if they participate and the studios participate, all your movies will show up well. But not only that, I've also redeemed them by buying a movie and using the code that's inside the jacket. Yeah, now do you I haven't tried and, and movie and movie tickets too. I see, I there was some a while ago we, we went to see a movie, I think it was Star Wars, and there was a code on the ticket that you could input and then that got you some. So now we have a couple of the DVDs that we purchased that we can watch streaming. We don't have to put the DVD in the DVD player, which is really nice. Well, yeah. And then, because you, do you remember, do you guys remember a while ago, it was a couple of years ago, where a lot of people were all pissed off because Apple pulled the Lion King from iTunes? Do you guys remember that? Yeah, something like no. that. And doesn't uh, it was on my radar because I my kids were little enough at the time. They still kind of do this, that, but we remember when kids are really little, they like to watch things over and over and over again. Oh yes. I mean, you could just keep the same DVD. We, I mean, we lived in Blues Clues for the longest time, where we really got sick of fucking Steve, you know. But they, I, I knew when when I heard that news. Now I had not purchased any movies through iTunes at the time, and then that really left a bad taste in my mouth when I heard that that happened. It wasn't necessarily Apple's fault, but Disney had pulled The Lion King from its, I don't know, whatever collection or something. I guess they retired it. They There's certain movies that they retire after a while, and right. Lion King was one of them. And so everybody that had purchased, quote-unquote, I'm using air quotes here, purchased The Lion King movie from iTunes, it got pulled from their library. And so a lot of kids were, were pissed legitimately because they couldn't watch the lion king that they went i mean there's just one of those things where they were probably had it on repeat and they were just watching it over and over again but like i i could empathize with that because if that had happened to my kids boy there would have been hell to pay you know because right. there's certain shows that they just like to watch over and over again and there were a lot of people that had purchased that and it got yanked from their library and it just made me think well huh i don't know I mean, it just kind of blows your mind because really people are thinking that, hey, I bought this. I purchased this movie. I own it. It's mine. But that's not actually like if you read the right. Biden print, you're actually technically leasing it from Disney or Pixar well, or Apple. Or whatever. And, and that's, so that's why as much as I don't like physical media personally, I, I know you guys do. I don't like having the physical well, media. But when it comes to certain movies like DVDs. I prefer to purchase the DVD like we've collected all the Pixar movies, but I prefer to, to purchase the DVD. So we bought that that physical copy of it and then rip it and then we put it on a hard drive so that we don't have to plunk in the DVD and wait for all the, you know, the stuff. You know how slow right. DVDs are. I hate that. Right. So we put them on a hard drive and then we just stream them. And that's what when I get excited every time you talk about Plex server because that's what I want to do. I want to eventually. Right. I've been doing that with a sort of like roll my own iTunes. Like in in so talking about the Apple TV here, that's another thing that you can do, Mike. That if you do decide to, I'll just entice you a little bit <laughs> further because you have a Mac Mini. You're already kind of set up to do sure. this. And I've done this with older Macs too, so it doesn't even need to be like a modern Mac. Just something that runs iTunes. If you do like I do, like where you bought the DVD or you downloaded a movie or something, if you legitimately purchased something, and I, I should rephrase that, it's not purchased, but you leased it or whatever it is, whatever word makes you happy, um, and you have a digital copy of it, or even just home movies, I mean, home movies that we've taken with our with our phones and our digital cameras over the years, we have a whole collection of them, you can use iTunes to drive that machine, and, and basically it is kind of like a Plex server, but you know, I don't know enough about Plex yet that I, I want to know. Um, but I've been doing it for years now with iTunes where we just load all of those, whether they're theatrical movies, 
you can change, you know, the genre of it so that you can you can use the Apple TV interface when you connect to a computer. There's there's a tile that's on there. You select your computer. Now, in your case, you're using a Mac Mini. In my case, I'm using an older iMac now. I was using the G5. Um, that's like temporarily on hiatus because something it's old. You know, I got to go and, and take it apart and look at it. Um, but I had like an external hard drive that I had hooked up in a Voyager dock or something. And you can stream, you know, through Ethernet all of your your video and stuff, just like you would mm-hmm. with a with any other kind of server. But you're just using straight up iTunes. Right. And, and for, if you name them the right way, they'll show up in the list that way and you can navigate to it. Right. And, you know, for people that have a lot of movies in iTunes, that'll work. And that's why I kind of I mentioned with my setup that I was running that I have that software running on the Windows uh, program, uh, the, the Windows computer. And that it won't work on iTunes, but it'll work on uh, Amazon and Voodoo and uh, some of those others. And that's why I tend to buy movies through there. I can use that to basically rip the movie from the Internet and download it so I have a physical uh-huh. copy yep. of it. Um, and so, so you could get an Apple TV and get away with that. Yeah, and run it through um, um, Plex and do it that way. Uh, and so or it, just iTunes. Yeah, well, no, because I don't have... Well, Maybe Plex would yeah. make it easier for you because yeah, you have them me. in all this different... Yeah. yeah, see, I'm in the ecosystem. You're right. you're I'm in not. the ecosystem, but you're branched out a little bit more. Well, and I hardly even uh, use iTunes. It's one of those things the cat will walk across the keyboard. I have a very <laughs> talented cat. He's opened up <laughs> iTunes. He's mirrored my uh, dual display images here uh, and uh, brought up voiceover. He's hit all the right commands to That's screw up funny. my computer. So it's the cat has <laughs> probably used iTunes more than I have. But... Um, <laughs> So, you know, and I'm trying to do, uh, like I said, I'm trying to use the, the, the Plex server, but just the fact that the other nice thing about this Movies Anywhere is that I don't have to remember, did I buy it in Voodoo, did I buy it in Amazon, which are the usual, and then some, I've got a few through Google, and a few, you know, I got one that um, iTunes gave away a few years ago, so I still have that one, I forget what the name of that movie is. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of a kid's movie. But now nice Hugo. things. Hugo, yeah, that's it. So I have these all mm-hmm. kind of in one place now. So if I want to watch a movie, I can just go. And the problem is not all of them show up on all the services. I think they will show up. I think they all show up in the Movies Anywhere app. But if you go, and they're supposed to show up in the, if you go buy a, something through Amazon, it should show, show up in iTunes. But I think there's some problems with the movie distributors if they don't have a deal with, like, say, iTunes or Google or whatever, not all of your yeah. movies will show up in all of your services. Uh, so it's not quite the utopia that I'm hoping for yet. But it, it still is nice uh, just to go in there and you have all your movies in one place. Or That's my ultimate goal. And I was kind of hoping I was going to try and send an idea to Plex because that seemed like a good thing for them to do too because if they you just put in the information for your uh, – all your movie services, and then have it go and just um, you know uh, scan what you have for movies and these services, and just give you a menu, so you don't have to remember where it's at, uh, um, and just does all the work for you. Like I say, movies anywhere is pretty close, but I don't know that it has all the movies. But yeah, just something. Yeah, it seems like they're trying. Like even yeah. Apple's trying to do it with the TV app. Yeah. Supposedly, when you when you hit that, you're supposed to. Be well, able to have all your stuff in in one place. It's supposed to be a one stop shop, but it's not quite there yet. Yeah. And Plus, that, I mean, for geeks like us, I mean, we're constantly tinkering and clicking buttons, and oh, let me try if I log into this service, and what if I, you know, and then I'm sharing my dad's, and my dad's sharing his stuff with me, and you know, we're logging in 
log in our account so that we can share. Oh, that's the other thing that I got is um, HBO. So, yeah. yay, I get to catch up on Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, we've got HBO. And Westworld. Yeah. yeah. Anybody watching Westworld? No. I Just need Game to. of Thrones. I need to now that I got HBO. And that was part of the deal. We get HBO for life with this. Uh, what we signed up for. So uh, I just need to sit down there and indulge in a bunch of that stuff. Well, let me know when you get started. That can be our TV baby. Yeah. Uh, and that, and I need to get into Stranger Things, too. Um, oh, that was my next question. Yeah. So Lisa and I, I think, are, we're all caught up, aren't we? Yeah, I finished watching okay. it. I, yeah. just need, I liked it. I thought it was good. I just need to pull myself out of video games and watch a bunch of these things. And the thing that, you know, like so I haven't witnessed it yet. Well, I do have the TV app on the iPad and the iPhone. Uh, I'm looking for that kind of digital concierge service that, you know, because I don't want to have to go into these different apps and see what's on there. I just basically say, I want to watch this. I want to watch that where it's available. And now, I do. I can do that with my NVIDIA Shield TV back here uh, because that's got the Google Assistant in it. So I can say, you know, um, I want to watch Stranger Things or I want to watch movies with, um, um, you know, um, um, you know, some, but some actor you, in there. You could, you could do that on Apple TV though. The newer Apple TV, the one that you talk to. Right. I mean, yeah. that, that does work. Okay. It's not flawless, but it works pretty well. Yeah. It, they'll be like, you know, you want to watch something like we're, we're also watching uh Dirk Gently's, uh, holistic detective. You guys watching that at all? That's pretty uh, geeky and another. It's um Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy kind of stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, it's from. Oh, um, I've never heard of it. It's from. Um, oh shoot, um, the Hitchhiker's author. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. Blanking out. Douglas uh, Adams. Yeah, Douglas Adams. There we go. Yeah, same guy that You're wrote right. it. So it's that <laughs> same sort of, uh, same sort of humor, the same sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, another one that I need to add to my list of things to watch. Again, quit playing video games and watch stuff. <laughs> well, Mike, well, what you were saying before. What's that, Lisa? You were saying before about um, that one-stop shopping for what's on TV or what the movie is. Melissa had mentioned this, the fan TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got that one, too. I've got fan TV. Um, and that will, uh, you know, and that'll tell me what's, it'll keep track of what you can put in there, what you like. And, yeah, yeah, that's that's good for tracking stuff. Right. But for actually getting it to show up on your TV. Right. I For me, I've been using a combination of just the Apple TV you know, TV app or just using the, the, well, the chiclets, the, the apps on the Apple TV. And uh, the NVIDIA, uh, you can say things like, show me Kevin Costner movies and it'll bring them up. Um, or I can tell it to, uh, I want to watch, uh, you know, something on YouTube and it'll bring up different things there. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, using just, you know, voice search. So, um, right now yeah that's what the apple tv does right. you you can search for something that's why i use dirk gently's as an example because yeah. we discovered that season one all of season one is available in netflix okay so we share netflix with a family member but then if you try to watch season one on now i, I think it's amc because that's where walking dead is so the amc app on the apple tv that's where you can watch the episode see then we share comcast with my dad and so that's why we can watch that. But you can't watch season one of Dirk Gently's in the AMC app. It's only the extras. But season two is available, the current season, up like half of the season two that's out already. So you see what I mean? Like you have to like, if you want to get started on that, for example, you'd have to go to Netflix to watch the first season. And then there's not enough of the second season. I don't think second season is available on Netflix yet. But the second season is available in the AMC app on the Apple TV. 
So then you can go to that app. So that's why I mean, like there's, there's, they're spread across different networks and different apps and stuff. And that's why when you use a search, it says, Oh, do you want, you want this here, what it's available open in, and then you can choose the app. Well, can you, um, uh, does your dad have a Comcast cable subscription? Correct. Well, have you tried authenticating with his subscription? So then, because uh, a lot of these apps, if you... That's what we do. That's why we're oh. able to do that. Oh, See, I, thought and they now... would, I thought they'd give you the current episodes. I haven't dug into I put a bunch of apps on the TV now that we got cable and authenticated with them, but I haven't dug in far enough to see what you can and can uh, not watch on them. Yeah, see, I don't want to deal with the commercials and stuff. So I don't want to. I don't want to actually watch like the 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 TV. Like I don't want to go through the guide. Like I could do that in the in the Comcast or the I guess it's the Xfinity app if I wanted to do that. But then I'd be like, you know, well, you have to watch it when it's airing. So so what he'll do is like he'll DVR stuff for us. Like we'll tell him what shows we want to watch, and then he'll DVR it, and we can watch it off of his DVR. And then likewise with HBO. So he doesn't. He has the the stars package and now we have the HBO package. So now we'll share. So, I mean, to my knowledge, this is all still legit and legal. Like, I don't think there's anything I've read through the terms and conditions. Like there's nothing illegal about doing this, but I'm sure they don't like it. And I hope they're not listening and they don't screw it over for us. <laughs> but you know, so now we have HBO. So now he'll be able to log into our HBO account and now we can watch game of Thrones and stuff together. So we just, right. we'd like to be able to watch things and then talk about it together. Mm-hmm. It's just fun to do. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's how we've been doing it. So we we all kind of share. Like everybody gets something, and so like right now, like we have Hulu. So that's how we've been watching some of the other shows. But Hulu pisses me off. It's Hulu Plus. It pisses me off because for all that, you still pay the same amount that you pay for Netflix, and you still have to watch the goddamn commercials. I hate that. I can't stand that. I can't. I just hate commercials. I just hate commercials. That's why I don't want cable TV. I like not having commercials. I can always tell when my kids have been in like somebody else's house where they've watched regular traditional cable TV because all they talk about are the damn commercials. <laughs> it's like, what else did you watch? You know, it's the I want this. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Like, I just I hate that. So I'm not looking forward to having that introduced into our home life at all. So we'll have to see if there's ways around that. But like I said, I mean, I, I kind of want to hook up the box just to see what's available, but I probably won't end up really using it much because of the Apple TV. This is why I wanted to bring this up because you said you're tempted. I'm not necessarily trying to push you over the edge, but I've been really happy with it, you know, because we do that, because we share with different family members and what our packages are. We just authenticate with those logins. And then that's how we're able to kind of like, you know, uh, what is it? Rob from Peter to pay Paul (laughs) sort of a thing. That's sort of how we have it going on. Yeah. You can do that, and like I say, uh, um, and really, you know, the my Nvidia Shield does what I want, and the nice thing is I can play games on there too. Uh, so even though I've been, well, the Apple TV has games too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not quite. I mean, yeah, there's some. Um, the Nvidia is more of a uh, gaming outfit. You can play. I'd have to look at the Apple games, but uh, see what's on there. They're more. Um, I don't want to sound like I'm denigrating them. They're, they're more of the simpler ones, I think. Uh, on my shield, well, I can, yeah, because of the type of remote. That, yeah, you know, you're using right. the Apple remote to do it. So, yeah, so I yeah, mean, these have game controllers to it, so I can play um, uh, well, Borderlands. Well, no, and, I take that back. You can you can hook up a Bluetooth controller. The only caveat for us has been price because they've been really pricey. I bought one. It's a Bluetooth um, 3D. You know, like your typical. Uh, what do you call it? You know, your Game Boy, not Game Boy, right. um, well, the yeah. game controllers that you use. I don't know what the technical X- term is Xbox for. Xbox or a PS3 or... 
Yeah, like the PS3 controller where, you know, you hold onto it with two hands and you've got, you know, all the buttons at your disposal. You can hook that up to an Apple TV. It's just that the ones that are blessed that work with it are super expensive. So that's what's kept me from doing that. But you could do that. And there are games that are specifically designed for that. So you might actually like that. Well, I'd have to see I what the games are. probably should have told you that. Well, I'd have to see what the games are, because like I say, I have this severe Borderlands addiction, and they're both on. They're not the full games, which does bug me, but then they've got a few other games on there. Uh, so I just have to see um, you know, what kind of games. I kind of like the first-person shooter-type games and stuff like that. I'd have to see what's on there. But um, like I say, I'm still... I, I, I put it on there because, like I say, it, uh, I'm looking for that experience and the uh, nvidia gets pretty close um it's not quite 100 percent. doesn't do all the services but uh and besides which i'm probably just looking for an excuse to buy another piece of kit mm-hmm. to have around well you let me know when you get one because i would be interested uh, in what your well, experience is like and then we'll have to uh share notes on that uh, yeah. lisa do you have an apple tv nope and i have no intention i'm kind of the outlier here mm-hmm. yeah no because i don't I don't buy anything through iTunes. I don't buy movies. I don't even, if I rent movie, it's at Redbox. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't watch too much. I don't watch too many movies. I pretty much stream on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you so your- using the Roku box and the Fire Stick is more than enough for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I say, I watch, uh, especially for uh, Sci-Fi Tech Talk, I watch a few more movies and stuff. And I just like to have the options there. Um, and the movies that I like that I, you know, if, if I like a movie enough, I'll buy it so that I can rewatch it. Um, and like I say, I'll rip it off the internet and put it on my box. So if it goes away or the service closes down or something, exactly, uh, I want it there. That's, and that's exactly just kind of the point that I was making yeah. before. That yeah, I don't ever want to have that happen to me because if right. I, I mean, I I understand the fine print says that you're you're buying the movie, but you're technically leasing it. I still don't. I don't want right. to take it away from me. And you know, I I love my Pixar movies. That's that's one area that we do collect. I don't like to have a lot of physical media. We do have them because it's just we've inherited it or you know we just brought it with to the marriage and so we have it there but i my my dream and it'll probably won't happen until i'm like you know 70 years old or something but i would like to rip all that stuff and get rid of all the physical media right and before i just want to downsize and before we move on i wanted to just let people know on movies anywhere if you connect uh to uh retailers uh you can get ice age ghostbusters uh, the new version, you get Big Hero 6, Jason Bourne, and the Lego movie just for yep, signing up for the all. service. Yep. Uh, I have them all. I just need to sit down. I think I've watched Ice Age before already, but it wouldn't be bad. It's cute. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad to watch it. So they're not bad movies. I just need to sit down and watch them. So, but, you know, that's an added bonus to get people to sign up to that. See, Mike, and if we all got our shit together, we could even share each other's, like, Plex servers oh, with yeah. each other's, and then I could watch your movies, and you could watch my movies. Yeah. Uh, not that, that would the, be fun. Not that Hollywood li- would like that, but... Um, right. <laughs> well, and I have a lot of kid movies that you might really not sure. like anyway, so... <laughs> well, and, you know, as long as we're spending uh, talking about spending money, maybe we should just uh, move on to our, our picks this week. Um, That's so, a good uh, idea. Yeah, so uh, how about, you know, Lisa, your vocal cords are fresh and uh, uh, healthy over there because you've been kind of Yeah, <laughs> I didn't really have much to say because it's just not something. No. Um, you know, I don't have an Apple TV. It's not for me. Yeah, and like I say, we all have our different ways of doing things. But uh, so what's, uh, uh, so you don't want to watch movies, but what is it you want to do or what do you want to spend your money on? Well, I do have to say, though, Mike, I still have my VHS tapes. 
Oh, Lord. You're the yeah. one. You have a big collection? Yeah. Oh, we have a ton. All the Disney? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So every year we watch them. You know, we've got... Oh, I can't remember now. We've got Dumbo and The Lion King, which is like oh. one of my favorite movies. Yeah. The Sandlot, which is one of my favorite movies. Oh. Toy Story. Neat. Yeah. And like See, you said, nostalgic. when my like kids it. were little, they just watched the same movie over and over and over. Yeah. Major Pain, that was a big one. Now, how do you keep your... See, the problem that I've had, and it could just be because where I live and it's really arid, but we had to give up on VHS because our, our VCR player just kept eating tapes. So we have gotten rid of, I mean, some, somebody in the family wanted to collect them. And so everybody in the family got together and were like, here, you can have them all, you know, because we had already bought the stuff over again on digital media. We've already bought the DVDs or the digital version of it. So luckily we're just of that generation where we were kind of like sort of growing out of the VHS tapes, but I do have like our wedding video from our reception is on a VHS and I have like a couple of home movies but to me, because it's such a small collection, I'm and maybe you guys can help me out with this in the future. And I've, I've seen one or two services that looked decent. But have any of you ever sent out and had your stuff converted to digital? Because that's what I'm looking at doing pretty soon here now. Uh, uh, well, and we had some VHS tapes around here and I just didn't want to go out and buy them. Now, obviously, the quality is going to be any good, but or, well, it's the, it's not going to be digital. But if you want, but aren't movie, you afraid of it, like getting eaten and destroyed? Because well, that's my fear, because we've no, had one eat a couple of tapes. Well, what I've done is I went and basically ripped them off of VHS and made them into digital. Um, mm, okay. So I just, you know, yeah, as long as you can get it to work once without any problems, I just... Uh, like oh, so say, I just need to send my, my, my wedding video to you. <laughs> could. I, I don't have the things currently set up, but... Uh, yeah, is it an Elgato or something? Yeah, an Elgato. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, and I ran it through there, and like I say, um, you know, obviously the quality of a videotape isn't going to be so uh, as good as a digital, but if you want it, you don't want to have to buy it, or if it's like, you know, wedding video, you can certainly do that yeah. and put it on your Plex server. And, you know, someday our kids are grown, but, you know, we have this hope maybe someday we'll have grandchildren. We're talking to you guys out there. <clears throat> anyway, um, uh-huh. yeah, anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all kinds of things. Anyway, mm-hmm. but uh, so then you could just put it on there and just have them play it over and over again. But yeah, uh, that's that's my goal. I mean, sure. I would like to get those. That's those home movies and blend them into my already digitized collection of home movies. Okay. But okay. Anyway, you were saying Elisa. Okay. So we are at a 250 to $400 price range. And what I chose is a penny shy at 249.99, but it is the all new Kindle Oasis reader. So in real life, I probably would not buy this one, but it is waterproof, so if you happen to drop it in water, it's you know a lot of people breathe in the bathtub oh, and yeah. they drop it in, and there goes their their Kindle. But this is okay. This is waterproof. It has a built-in Audible, so if you want to listen to some audiobooks, you can just hook it up to a speaker or your headphones. It has eight gigs of storage, and it's Wi-Fi and it's um oh. Losing my words here. Um, uh, LTE. Three uh, G. I'm sorry. 3G. Yes, three G. Three G. My brain just stopped That's working. That's all you for need for, for books, really. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it's got really good reviews. It's um. It's a bathtub reader. It says, "Yeah, yeah." You could hold it in your hand very easily. It's um. We look down at the uh, the specs because the specs they are really using good. Waterproof, not water resistant. This so you mm-hmm. can drop it in the suds. Well, yeah. 
Well, down to two meters for up to 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a quick dunk and a yeah. wipe it off. Yep, so, so it's got the uh, resolution is 30 PPI, uh, 300, I'm sorry, PPI. It's uh, Wi-Fi or cellular. It's uh, glare-free. Glare-free. You can get it in 32 gig if you want more storage in it. It's got the built-in light, and the light is supposed to adapt according to your situation. So buy candlelight in the bathtub or at the beach, it looks like. Yeah. Because the current iPad, uh, iPad, the current Kindle that I have, uh, perfect when I'm outside. When I'm sitting at the beach or sitting outside by the pool, it's perfect. But you can't read it at night. There's no light to it. Oh. Uh Yeah, see, that's been the problem. Because I've tried to read a little bit outside with a tablet. And, yeah, if the sun, it that is kind of a pain unless you're sitting in the shade or something so um yeah and if i read more books is you know my choice is audio books because it's easier especially for my life and everything but yeah if i read more this would certainly be a nice thing to have uh like you say it's small you can carry it around you can put a you know even at eight gigs you can put a fair amount of books on there because a kindle book is what a few hundred megabytes or something like that i have a paperweight and this looks like like it's a little bit bigger than a paperweight and probably holds about a little bit more but i don't think my paperweight does audible i don't think well maybe it does because it has a headphone jack i haven't tried it yet that's my problem though like mike like i like to do things while i'm multitasking i'm just always if i'm out and moving around and driving and stuff i want to listen to stuff i just don't really have the time it'll come eventually i just i'm not there yet in my life where i can actually just sit down and read a book i can read you know short things on facebook and articles and stuff like that but i just can't get into a book book right. yeah, there's no so audible like, on the paper on the paperweight yet but the basic kindle said it's coming soon and mm-hmm. eight gigabytes is a ton because i think mine is either one or two and i have well over a hundred books and i'm not even close to filling yeah, mine up don't take up that much space yeah so they're that. very tiny the thing that, and this probably has this, so I should mention it. I imagine it's just part of the the service. But um, I did experiment a little bit with. There's a reading time. I, it's not an app, but there's like something. There's like a little a little chiclet you can tap on that. There's it's called reading time. So I can actually assign my kids books to read, and then they have to read for so many minutes, and it tracks you. Like it won't let you out of it if you lock it up. You you know they can't just go switch to another book, or they can't go, you know, get out of it. So it actually will will track the amount of time that they spend reading on there. So I kind of like that for family purposes. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, okay, and then now switching gears from another kind of tablet. Uh, what's your pick, Melissa? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking we should probably just go to mine next. So, yeah. um, now this is play money that we're talking about. And so this is why I chose this one. And for once, I'm actually not going to go to Amazon, which is a surprise. I'm actually going to direct you to B&H photo because this fit just under the wire at $399. Cause that was our upper limit was 400. And my pick is the Apple 9.7 inch iPad. It's the 2000. It's not the Pro. It's just the regular straight up iPad version. And this is the 128 gigabyte Wi-Fi only in Space Gray for 3.99. That's what they have it on sale for at B&H Photo right now. So you don't even have to use Play Money. You can use real money and go get this. <laughs> yeah, and that's the one I bought this spring. And so 
Um, and I think I got through B and H because um, I don't think there's sale t- uh, sales. Nope, tax. there's no sale sales tax, and they ship it to you for free. So the price yeah. is WYSIWYG. It's what you see is what you get. So yeah. that makes me pretty happy. And now, now I have that in my shopping cart. Now I'm going to get the 32 gigabyte because I, I don't really need the 128 because of the the type of things that I use it for is just really going to be for the kids have their games that they're going to play on it. They use it for school. I'm not storing pictures and I'm not storing videos and I'm not storing music on this thing because of what we just talked about because everything is streamed to it so I really only need a little bit of onboard storage for the, the just the games and the apps that they play so I'm going to go for the 32 gigabyte and I'm actually going to get this as soon as the I'm going to be hunting <laughs> on the uh, the Black Friday and the Cyber Monday deals and, and see if there's any sales on it. There probably won't be but I'm just no. going to wait to pull the trigger till just to see what might be available. There might be something maybe some store will have a promotion well, and then um, well, let me stop you for just. I don't know if you updated this, Melissa, but this says thirty-two gig is two ninety-nine. Right, right. So for the purposes of our Play Money show, I picked the one twenty-eight gig because oh, it's okay, three ninety-nine. Okay. But I'm oh, actually gotcha, gotcha, going to okay. use my real money to get the thirty-two gigabyte. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah. So I am excited about that. Well, and then uh, and for my pick, you guys have been talking about reading and tablets and you know everything else, and so you need a place to be able to uh, sit back and watch this. Uh, oh yeah. And this is what where my pick came in, and you know I don't know I'm considering maybe making this a real life purchase. I'll you have know, to see. it's mm-hmm. not that bad of a price for a no, chair like that. No, and I've been looking. So this is a uh, it's the uh, Ezrite ma- uh, massage recline chair heated. PU leather ergonomic lounge, 360 degree swivel in black. So it's a basically recli- oh. swivel recliner with uh, heat and massage built in. And believe me, when I come home from work, there are days that I need that. And I was looking for something with a swivel because the way my, uh, things are set up down here, the chair beside me here, I can turn it. I've got a swivel here, but it's not. A, it is a recliner, but it doesn't have a. It has an ottoman. It doesn't have a thing that flips up like this one does. Um, oh man, this is actually looking really, really nice. And it's got cup holders too. But so uh, when I'm playing on my computer, I can turn it towards the desk and play Minecraft. And it looks like my kids are on Minecraft Realms playing. They may want me in there eventually. But I can turn this way and play on the computer, or I can spin it around 180 degrees. And I've got my uh, a TV and my Nvidia Shield and my cable box and everything set up behind me here so I can be down in my office here and either play computer games or sw- uh, swing it around and watch TV or movies or play video games on my um, with my Shield or my uh, Nintendo Switch back there. So I'm just looking at this one nice. going, yeah, this, and I just the one I got over here has got, it's showing wear and tear and it was a cheap one that was bought from uh, um, a, a department store. Uh, it's, you know, like I say, it's kind of cheap and the frame is Cheaper. Espresso is only twelve dollars more. What's that? But I'll probably I said the espresso color is only twelve dollars oh. more. But no, I mean I'll probably put a throw sure. on it anyway because of right. puppy and stuff. Oh yeah. But I wonder what kind of massage features it has. Is See, it just a vibrating or does it? Because I'm looking at I want like something with a shiatsu in it. Yeah. See, I've got a shiatsu <laughs> massager down here because, like you say, uh, and right now my back is kind of giving me problems. I don't know what I did to irritate it, but you know, heat massage that kind of thing. And I'm imagining it's probably just vibration. Uh, I mm-hmm. don't think it's. Uh, 
Yeah, the shiatsu ones are usually like pretty pricey. I'll tell you what, when we went to Vegas, that was like the best thing ever. We found a little arcade in the corner for the kids, and I just kept feeding that thing $3 after $3, and I I was happy. (laughs) I've seen some in the mall. Uh, So I I haven't tried one out yet. I haven't been that brave yet. But if I could just have something here with a little heat, a little massage, and if I need to, I can throw my shiatsu massager on there and knead out the... The, my knotted mm-hmm. muscles and everything, um, but like yeah, the it, ones that are in the mall, they kind of molest you a little bit, so be careful. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, uh, but like I say, this one's got cup holders. It's got pockets on the side where I can put yeah all my remotes, and it actually looks like a a sweet. See, uh, if you got an Apple TV, you wouldn't lose your Apple remote because you just stick it in that pocket or that cup holder. I wouldn't lose it anyway because I got Harmony set up here, so I don't have to argue with it. When it uh-huh. behaves itself, <laughs> when it behaves itself, You're right? Yeah, because uh-huh. those remotes are slippery. Yeah, well, yeah, and uh, I've got a bunch of remotes for all the different things I have down here. So, uh, but Harmony gets to be a pain. That's a, another discussion. But, um, well, uh, you know, I think you know we've done our picks. We've uh, talked on and on about things. So I think uh, we'll bring things to a close. So uh, how about we start with the uh, the person who's had the least amount of airtime, uh, Alisa? Yeah. Where where can people find you, and what do you do? Well, hopefully, I'll be in better frame of mind. I don't know. I was kind of. My brain hasn't been working tonight, but I am on Twitter at, at Sensei Dai, and you can also find me at Three Geeky Ladies Podcast. Uh, it's the threegeekyladies.com with the number three spelled out, and it's a podcast I do with Suze Gilbert and Vicki Stokes. And we just released an episode on Friday, which is our annual holiday gift guide. Oh, there you go. Okay. And uh, Melissa, uh, where can people find out about uh, all the stuff that you do? Well, I think I've been blabbering a lot because I've been on a roll. I just recorded another episode of In Touch with iOS with David Ginsburg. You can find that at InTouchWithIOS.com. And you can find everything else about me and F-bombs and whatever else that, is that you like that I that I post out there on Twitter at the Mac Mommy, Or you can go to my website, TheMacMommy.com. Uh, and if you want to uh, find out more about what I do and the stuff that uh, you know I'm interested in, you can go to me, uh, my uh, Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me page at about.me slash uh, Mike McPeak. That's um, M-C-P-E-E-K. And you can also uh, check me out on uh, Sci-Fi Tech Talk uh, at SciFiTechTalk.com. Uh, and if you um, you know have any uh, uh, comments. Uh, don't be afraid to put them on iTunes because uh, you know reviews always help. Um, and if uh, I'm trying to remember, you know, Kevin has done this for so long, I, I've lost track. Of what <laughs> He's got to memorize. Yeah. Yes, he we does. need to send our hugs to Kevin. Yes. So. Yeah. Send virtual hugs to Kevin because uh, uh, you know he he's just taking a break for right now. But um, you know, uh, otherwise, uh, you know, between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Hi everyone, this is Gaz from the MyMac.com podcast, and I'm here with that big Yang Tank guy. Hey, you nitwit Brit. Did you know the MyMac.com podcast is one of the longest-running Mac podcasts out there? I did know that. Why do you think that is? I think it's because we bring a blend of tech and entertainment that no other show can do. I thought it was because one of us is incredibly handsome. (laughs) Well, thanks, Gaz. I do try to look my best. Yes, Guy. Of course. But how can people find the podcast? Well, they should just go to iTunes and do a podcast search for MyMac.com. So subscribe and get your weekly dose of tech fun. Wait, I I thought I was the handsome one. Yeah, you just keep thinking that and we'll be all right. (laughs) 